Ooh. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Woo! Hello, hello. <coughs> hello. Welcome to our little kingdom. Thank you for welcoming me to our little kingdom. The tenth time. Oh, <laughs> so we just did our uh first and only shot of tequila for this episode. That's right, because we will be switching to an alternative 10th episode special. <laughs> I love that, like, it's literally only for us. <laughs> yeah. and you, get, you don't get to know who it is. <laughs> I guess You'll that never sucks. know. <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, it's sparkling wine. Is it Prosecco? I don't know. Certainly not real champagne. <laughs> oh my god. Good lord. Who do you think I am? Uh, um, no, it's from Spain. So Spanish sparkling wine. Is all Italian sparkling wine Prosecco? Or is that a know. specific type of Italian sparkling wine? I have no idea. Hmm. Listener? <laughs> I don't know. I definitely kind of just assume that... Like, I know Prosecco is Italian sparkling wine, but I'm not sure if it's, like, all. Or if it's just some. Or if it's, like, a specific region. Or if it's certain. I don't know. Anyways, fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, how was your week, babe? It was all right. It was kind of stressful. Yeah, had some ups and downs. Had some ups and downs. Highlights, lowlights. Uh, we ordered some fun paint material. <laughs> it's probably a highlight. Mm -hmm. I have not used any of it personally, but you seem to enjoy some of the, the new stuff already. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. My low light was that it was stressful. <laughs> Just job stress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you went ahead and stole my highlight again. I should really start doing these first because I feel Is like that I, really what your highlight I was going to say be? that I, we got new paint stuff today and I was excited that I broke into it. You actually used it. So I got to see a little more. I gotta stop letting Specific. you go first on our highlights, lowlights, because I'm always like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's like when you have to present an idea, and so you're like, wait, let me go first, because if I don't, then, then someone I else is going to say this. I have an idea, yeah. and 97 other people went before me. Exactly. Which is significantly harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I don't know, it's like a pretty good week for me. Yeah, just, it was fine. I had a nice, a nice other highlight of getting to hang out with my two friends on a nice sunny day when, mm -hmm. sadly, you were at work. It's always, I feel so bad. Oh, texting you like, oh, babe, we're having beer on the porch right now. And you're like, great, see you in five hours. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, well. Um... Yeah, not no particular lowlights, I don't think, for me, other than you being stressed. <laughs> Can that be my lowlight, too? Probably. <laughs> um, also, we ate some really yummy Thai food yesterday. That would be yeah, a highlight. Yeah, it was good Thai food, that's true. It's pretty good, pretty good. Some banh mi. 
Yeah. Okay, we've been going off with our ordering. <laughs> we've been getting some good deals, though, I gotta say. It's true. The I Was it last week we got Mexican food? Probably. That deal was oh just my God. out of control. We ate Mexican food for like eight meals after, after one order. We had so much Mexican food. We, we fully ate like at least two days straight of yeah. not eating anything other than the Mexican food we yeah. ordered. And it was not expensive. No. That's pretty wild. It's certainly, yeah. It was pretty wild. <laughs> so anyways. It's hard to pass up on that kind of a deal. Man, it's so true. Oh, Yeah. It's just so tempting. I feel like food is such a... So much Mexican food. We ate Mexican food. Okay, like... genuinely, we... I, I never even tried part of a burrito. Did you not have a single I didn't have a single a burrito. half oh, a burrito. Oh, really? Did I eat them all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, to be fair, I ate a shit ton, too. I just happened to not get around to trying I a burrito. You more quesadilla than I did. Probably, yeah. Because, yeah, we had quesadillas, we had fish tacos, there was onion rings, there was sweet potato fries. So I literally ate all of those other things. No, there's And then just, so like, literally didn't have it in me to eat a burrito. ridiculous. <laughs> um, but anyways, on to our, uh, on to our topic, or maybe well, topics. Oh, let's get true. on to this topic. True. Let's open this, uh, Spanish sparkling wine. That's this topic. Okay, be careful. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a genuine little squeal reaction. <laughs> oh my god, that was embarrassing. Oh no, babe, no. Oh, you're an expert. Why are you so good at that? Everyone be impressed, even auditorily, with Eric's um, pouring skills of not letting the champagne, quotes, heavy quotes, champagne bubble over in the glass oh my god you're so good <laughs> i'm impressed flattery will get you everywhere thanks i like going places <laughs> the process it is a visual Vis process visually this is very uh entertaining to me like Oh, oh no! So close. So I blew close it. to perfection. I blew it, everybody. I fucked it all up on the last shot. Just like, we have these big, beautiful strawberries in our glasses, and they're so vibrant. That's definitely what's making it. We have difficult. Difficult. We have the effervescent, sparkling wine, and just the beautiful Look at you with your big words. Cheers <laughs> to big Does words. That, like, that doesn't on, sound glass. That doesn't sound but like it a is glass. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let's let's cheers like right in front of our microphone. I don't know what this is. Cheers, listener, to ten episodes. If you, listener, have listened to all nine of our previous episodes, like you need help. <laughs> Man, I was going such a nicer route. <laughs> just gonna say like thank you so much like it's so sweet of you what, what? why <laughs> that got me i enjoyed that good hobby yeah. <laughs> wow you're really putting off our two fans uh, out there it's pretty rude of you have some respect for our audience sir it's true it is you want people I mean, to listen to this <laughs> i guess i'm just not convinced you exist <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, if you care to toast with us to our our episode, please join us. Disclaimers, disclaimers. 
to you, our loyal follower, that Eric does not respect in any way. Mm. I mean, I don't disrespect ghosts. I just don't believe they exist. This I kind of like this. This is yummy. This is yummy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like this. Anyways. It'll be fun to kind of sip on something the whole way through. Yeah, it'll be That's nice. A nice change of pace. Take it. Like, it's going to be a little less aggressive than having it's to stop and do a shot. It's less aggressive than <laughs> three or four shots. Although I do enjoy the, like, kind of the dynamic of after saying something really stupid or going down some rabbit hole, we're like, all right, <laughs> now's the time for a shot. Now it's time for an aggressive gulp of sparkling wine. Um, but anyways, some ghosts voted on what this... Yeah, that's true. What this episode's gonna be about today. So we asked our phantom listeners, <laughs> and <laughs> they did in fact have some very quiet, very chilled opinions. No, no, it was all the natural Instagram algorithms. Mm, true. Just selected answers in your poll. True. So we're doing what Instagram wants so us to do. So basically we're doing what Mark Zuckerberg wants. True. Well, aren't we always, though? That's true. You don't think we're just literally Mark Zuckerberg's marionettes? You got me there. Anywho, so <laughs> the topic that was favored by our Instagram folks was steps on becoming a wizard. I would like to do a, an actual small shout out because I don't think she'll mind, but the the patron of ours that wrote in with the suggestion uh, of Steps on Becoming a Wizard was in fact the wonderful, the notorious Maureen Francis Graham. <laughs> anyway, so thanks, Mo. I I don't know what your vision was when you decided on this particular topic to submit, but... Yeah. You're not going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your vision is, prepare for us to uh, ruin it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, here's to her. God. It's a weird It's a weird topic to have suggested, I won't lie. I don't and I love that other people are like into it. <laughs> You're like, what a fucking weird thing to suggest. And then everyone else was like, yeah, do you think that? People definitely had some unique topics to suggest, but um, most of them had, I don't know, an obvious direction. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Whereas this one, I, I don't really know where to look. <laughs> I, so I won't one, lie. This one felt confusing. I, I still am not sure what's going to happen. Same. Same. And I would like to say that I have spent probably half an hour digging through parts of the internet looking for sources. And it was probably the most uh, monotonous and, like, unfruitful research I've done for a podcast before like I just I could not find anything that made any kind of sense or well no shit like I don't know I just I found so many websites and they were either just like steps on becoming a wizard buy a cloak really literally I yeah I almost want to find you like the craziest ones because um there were genuinely some that were like, buy a cloak, buy a staff. Now you're a wizard. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're going to kind of fumble around on the internet as we always do. That's what this podcast should be called. Fumbling around on the this internet. Does, this does remind me of one way to become a wizard. <laughs> mm -hmm. We stumbled upon uh, last week and 
when we were perusing the internet looking for drinking games for some reason. Mm, mm-hmm. Came upon an old <laughs> classic mm-hmm. where you could, in fact, become a wizard yeah. by drinking cans of beer mm-hmm. and then taping them together mm-hmm. as you emptied a can mm-hmm. until you had a wizard staff mm-hmm. that is taller than you are, your own self. That? At which point you are a wizard. You, are, you just are. That are very fucked wizard. <laughs> um, I guess, is that redundant? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Okay, so I also, I think I should, just, I should just get this over with now and talk about this other thing that I found on the internet that, we need, that I need to address. So, while I was looking up steps on becoming a wizard, <laughs> um, I kept seeing steps on becoming, or like, it kept coming up, how to be a virgin wizard. What? And I was like, same, that was my reaction. What's this? What's this deal about a virgin wizard? I'm so confused. So then I had to do a small deep dive on Urban Dictionary, as you do. And apparently, this is like, a, like a saying or a thing that when someone reaches 30 and is still a virgin, they then become a wizard. <laughs> And apparently, I did even more deep dives on this. So this is like a thing. Like, if you're a 30-year-old virgin, you're a wizard. Really? Yeah. Apparently, it comes from a, a Japanese, like, folk tale something that parents would tell their kids that basically if they didn't have sex till they were 30, like, they would get superpowers just as, like, a stupid thing to tell your kids to not have sex. So it came from this Japanese thing, and apparently it's, like, kind of co- like a common trope in anime. Like, there's, like, different, like, vir- like virgin wizards. I'm like, <laughs> like, it's a thing. Yeah, so I'd never heard of that. Okay. So, yeah, apparently if you so get to 30 and you have had sex, you're a wizard. I guess the, the cheat sheet way of becoming a wizard? <laughs> Seems like the easiest way. <laughs> Seems like the... It's like the, the equivalent of the, I don't know, the caveman diet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you quick fix det- detox? How do you go juice cleanse yourself into becoming a wizard? You stay a virgin until you're thirty. Hmm. I wonder. So I'm very curious. Yeah, any thirty year old, you know, people who have not had sex yet out there, virgin's just a stupid term. Abolish the term virgin. Some bullshit. Anyways, um, what kind of special powers comes with comes with this wizardry? Like. Are all 30-year-old virgin wizards the same? Do they all have the same powers? Do what do you do you get like who makes you a wizard? Does someone come to you and be like, congratulations, son? Also, I was very offended <laughs> because apparently oh, this only happens to men. So if you're uh, a 31-year-old female virgin, doesn't matter. No one cares about you. You don't get to be a wizard. That sucks. Okay then. So yeah, that was my little offshoot of the internet that I found. It was pretty interesting. Apparently it's Japanese. <laughs> okay. So there you have it. Well, that was uh, enlightening. And I can't believe they didn't mention that in The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Would have been they so good. probably had not heard of it. Come on, Judd Apatow. I believe in you. Okay, so- the next step into becoming <laughs> a wizard. After being born is to <laughs> receive a name. <laughs> a name. So here we have some Harry Potter. Put your name in. Get a Harry Potter name out. Oh, is that deal. all we have to do? We yeah. just have to punch our own names yeah, in yeah. and then we get our Harry Potter name? Yeah. Well, that's... 
No, this is like, it's like the fucking, what's the thing that, it's like the Wu-Tang Clan name generator. Is that how generator. the Wu-Tang one works? I think so, yeah, you just put your own name in. It's like how Childish Gambino got his name. No, I, his I know name he got, and like, I, mean, I just don't know how these name generate. I can, yeah, you just put in your own name. So, okay, I'm going to do it first. Bodhi Chalbit, oh, you select your gender. Interesting. Make me a name. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> that can't be right. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it does have my initials. But I guess they kept that. I guess is that what they keep? We'll know. see if that's consistent. So would you like to tell them my wizarding name? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, so you would be dubbed Bertha Thickness. <laughs> Thickness. Wow. Uh, okay. I don't really know that's what to make of that. wizard name. No. All right. No. Thank you. You shall now refer to me as Bertha, please. Yeah, that's like you, you got the short end of the stick here. You really did. I don't even know what I have, but. <laughs> All right. So Can't we shall plug your that. name. <laughs> Whoa. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Elpheus Tattermole? I guess. Yeah, that's how I'd say it. Oops. Okay, Elpheus is kind of funky. Elpheus. It's better than Bertha. It's a lot better than Bertha. Although I, I'll take my thickness. <laughs> thickness over Cattermole. Yeah. Cattermole. Elpheus Cattermole. So. So if anyone at home wants to find their uh, their wizard name, go to Harry Potter Name Generator. Man, this this was disappointing. Mm, I'm sorry. What were you desiring? I thought there would be a quiz and stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have been born. <laughs> to a disappointing household where we were given <laughs> disappointing, disappointing names. names. Well, let's do What next? <laughs> a disappointing life. Where do we go on our journey into wizardry and wonder? <laughs> so we go to Merlin's realm, of course. That seems legit. Okay, is the name Merlin ruined for you too are you because in- of that tech support lady who claimed yeah. her name was merlin are you incredibly triggered because i am i saw the name of this and i was like fuck me no nah, i don't think it's ruined really that, that's good that remains a silly anecdote but i mean i just i don't think it was real i think it was a person's name was not merlin. she told me that was her name separately and then told you that well i'm sure it i believe that it's like some pseudonym they right. use to Right. Identify you know, them. Identify themselves on the phone as tech support so they don't just get villainous hate when they... Somebody's name is Merlin. Guys, yeah, if you've ever known anyone named true. Merlin, please hit us up. <laughs> please, right. Somebody's please name is Merlin. Please slide into my DMs or whatever. Let me know. I want to meet you, Merlins. I want to say hey. It's very, very bad. <laughs> Uh, hey, offense to people named Merlin out there. Can you imagine that your name is just Merlin? Well, I mean, I don't really mean any offense to people whose name that is. You mean offense, it's offense to their parents? To the stupid people who named them that. I know. That's what I say whenever anyone asks me about my name. It's not my name! <laughs> Ask um, the fucking no. people who named me. It's certainly not that bad. No. Why are you asking me? I didn't but pick this. I, I didn't want this. If you're listening, parents. I love you. My name's fine. I am a hot surfer man. It's appropriate. (laughs) Anyways, welcome to the realm of Merlin, bitches.
ready for this article entitled How to Become a Real Wizard. That's right. Not a fake <laughs> Babe. Used yeah. to be some stuck-up white boy faking the funk. <laughs> but thanks to Merlin's <laughs> real wizardry courts. <laughs> faking the funk. That's a Monty okay. Python skit from yeah. nine years ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Why you love me? Wee. Okay. You are not, I'm not going to read you this whole, whole article, but I will read you the opening statement. You are not born a wizard. You become a wizard. You already have the powers and magical abilities that a wizard needs. That's not what J.K. Rowling says, though. But, he's starting her sentence with, Learning to use them to do magic is just a small part of being a wizard. The rest is all in owning staff. No, don't say that. Wait. What? I'm confused. Oh. You're not born a wizard. You do become a wizard. You already have the power. Oh, I see. Okay. But you need to, like, train them. So the the implication here is that every person inherently has these powers? I guess so. Yeah. It's like a skill. Or, like, learning a new language, maybe. There was some weird movie I remember seeing in theaters as a young boy. (laughs) No, I was probably like 12. I don't remember exactly. That's pretty young. Um, Qualifies being a young boy. But I do remember the premise of the movie uh, being something along these lines. Where was it Harry Potter, babe? No, it was not Harry Potter. (laughs) It was, I think it was set in New York. And some kid character encountered a Nicolas Cage character. Hmm. And Nicolas Cage was a secret wizard. Hmm. And he taught the other character how to oh. use more of his brain to become familiar? a wizard. Because it was a movie. Huh. If I haven't seen that, I feel like I've seen a trailer for it or something. Because that's ringing some bells. Twas a movie. Did you like it? Did you try and harness your wizarding abilities? Well, Tell yeah. me right now. Okay. Certainly not the first movie to use that concept of... No. We, you know... however many percent of the human brain is not being accessed. Which is apparently one of the, like, most common, like, mistakes people make is that, like, the classic, you only use 30% of your brain is not true at all. It's not how it works. It's, like, neuroscientists are, like... Cognitive "Mm," thought is... They're, like, okay, well, your brain brain does different things. (laughs) Like, it's not... It's not all meant to be cognizant thought. Like, that's kind of the point. Yeah. Like, obviously, the part of your brain that's telling your heart to beat and sending pain signals to your fingers when you touch something hot isn't really, like, you're not not using it. It's still important. Directing white blood cells. I mean... I mean, there are lots of things your brain Think of all the automatic and unconscious, like, tasks that go on within our body. Breathing, exactly. Anyways. Well, that was a digression. (laughs) Well, that was weird. Sparkling wine. Yes, please. Well, that was weird. (laughs) I can't. Like hands down, one of my favorite office moments. I am just trying to bridge the gap between what just happened and the the fact fact that that I'm going to be continuing the rest of this presentation. (laughs) So good, so good. Okay, so this article does go on quite a bit, and we'll get into that. But I have to appreciate that 
It gives us three simple steps to becoming a wizard, and I'm going to read them to you outright, and then we'll actually get Nothing into the meat of the article. Nothing is ever that simple. Is the if first it, step to not have sex? If something's simple, uh, simple enough to fit into three steps, does that mean that it's too simple? Is that just like a life lesson? Nothing is ever that simple. It was too deep of a question for you. It wasn't a trick question. That's uh, what you think. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What's going on? What are our steps? The simplest path to becoming a wizard I know of is... <clears throat> step one. Research and find out what being a wizard means. What? Step two. Work to become what you understand a wizard is. Step three. Repeat steps one, two, three. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's actually the step. That's it? That's the steps on becoming. It, then we have a whole article where it elaborates, but that's, that's its steps. Yeah. Research being a wizard. Then do that. This is very Repeat. reminiscent of my favorite childhood book. What's your favorite childhood book, Beth? How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, true. I hear that one. Where you open mm -hmm. the title <laughs> yeah. encyclopedia. Uh -huh. Yell at it. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that's pretty good. Man. Pretty good. Uh, that's it. I came here looking for information. And you say, refer to others for information. <laughs> Man. Can't believe... You started reading me How to Train Your Dragon, and then we never mm. finished it. That was so good. That's true. We definitely I really that. that. You should finish it. That's a good point. Because I was going to say, I know this because you read it to me, but we never actually read the whole thing. That's right. We did not finish the whole book. So yeah, basically it's that kind of a vibe for the steps. Research being a wizard. Do the things. However, we then dive in to specific... Okay, this is actually hilarious. These sub, like these headings, subheadings or whatever, are like learning about being a wizard. Merlin's free wizard school. That's right, folks. Oh dear. Yep, you know so it. He has a YouTube has a... channel. Oh, a YouTube channel. What can we watch? Yeah, we serious? could. We could. Secret ways of a wizard. That's right. That's correct, sir. The next one being real-life apprenticeship. And this will help us greatly to start filming our first free wizard lesson. So wait, is, is there a chance we go to this wizard page or the, the YouTube oh, wait, channel and there's fact. just no, there are oh. no videos? Oh, but there are, though. Hold okay, on, so wait hang a minute. On. Let me put some kush up in it. How to wrap. Go, how, how many are there in total? Okay. Is, is magic, magic real? real? Four years ago. Merlin, look at him. I'm dying. Hang look on. at him. Little hat, amethyst, rose quartz crystals. Okay, wow, this is this is a whole other rabbit hole. We need to get out of here before we completely lose, lose our audience. Um, oh my god! Okay, so this is some some guy. Some guy who's trying to teach us how to be wizards. Is trying to expand his brand <laughs> as a wizard. As a wizard. Uh huh. Doing wizard things. Um. Howdy. <laughs> you are a wizard. So, um, here's the thing. 
Here's the thing. I'm a what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh dear. perusing I noticed that a lot of these different websites were talking about things like manifestation and positive thinking and positive affirmations and it is funny like Like, the actual where the basic gist of it is to make yourself believe you're a wizard and therefore you are a wizard kind of and like realistically Here's the thing, is that it's all, (laughs) it's, it's all funny, and there's a lot of it that's really funny and silly and campy on purpose, it seems. Right. And then there's definitely, like, another level of it, like, obviously, people's varying spiritual beliefs and stuff, and, like, you know, belief in, like, a universal life spirit, or, like, manifestation, and, like, karma, and, like, all those things that have some kind of spiritual ties that are kind of, like, quote-unquote quote, quote unquote magic or, like... That's lame. I'm that curious kind of on what, the, like, the LARPing community has to say about being... Yeah, Muslim. true. Well, we should find a website. Because I... Um, I mean, we don't have to research on the fly. That's, well, we can, that seems we like can, a lot of effort. We can pause. What do you mean we don't have to research on the fly? That's what we do. I'm enjoying my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not, because I'm trying to read shit. Uh, I can read. Well, okay. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> you don't want to research on the fly. Babe, earlier I was like, should I research? And you're like, no, no, we'll do it on the fly. No, I said, no, no, we'll wing it. Not well, we'll do it on the fly. <laughs> okay, so it's just never going to be done. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I guess I just understood this. Wing no, it as in we'd research wing it. No, no, no. Like, just, winging no. it means we're not going to research it. <laughs> I see. I guess we're we have different make shit up as we go. Gotcha. So, while Eric peruses this website, I would just like to say that despite you wanting to know what the LARPing community has about it, um, no, thanks for <laughs> literally not drunk at all but whatever um i think it's some of the ideas of like manifestation and positive thinking like even if it's not obviously quotes real magic or whatever like i think that's you know there definitely can be some positive takeaways people have for like you know trying to intentionally set your like try to set your attentions and trying to keep yourself in a positive frame of mind isn't magic, but it's good for your mental health, you know? Like, I don't know. It's kind of a joke to say manifesting, which can be anything from, like, having clear goals to, like, you know, some crazy fire ceremony. You know what I mean? It's a spectrum. Are you, no? This is insane. (laughs) I'm sorry. This dude's website is just out of control. Were you You, listening? You have a very rational way of thinking about no. this nonsense. How dare you? This is so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing I'm re- reading about has any wisps of greater philosophical meaning. Okay, good. That's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> Fuck greater it philosophical It does have meaning. very clear wisps of greater monetary meaning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a section on real-life apprenticeship, mm. uh, which, to be perfectly honest, my understanding is that probably the best way to become anything... Is to apprentice. Is to apprentice. To 
practice the work under the supervision of a person who has done that work for a long time. That makes a lot of sense, guys. Find people... Okay. Have you ever heard the saying that, like, you are a combination of the five people you spend the most amount of time with? Or, like, that kind of sentiment? That makes sense. So, like, basically the point of that just being, like, choose where you spend your time because you're going to absorb those qualities, right? And, you know, if there's a person in your life that you don't like a lot of their qualities or you feel like they're bringing you down or you feel like they're whatever, like, you know, it's set a lot of intention about where you spend your time and, like, who you spend your time with because basically you are who you hang around with, right? I think the other saying of it is, like, if you hang around or if your five best friends are millionaires, you'll be the sixth. If your five best friends are whatever, you'll be the sixth. Like, whatever that is. Interesting. Um, Those are definitely different manifestations than just personality traits or behavior. Totally. Definitely, I think a lot of it is that, like, whoever you spend your time with, realistically, you end up talking about your personal or your, uh, like, overlapping interests. And, like, if you hang out with people who are really into something or have this really one, this one mindset or this one belief system, you'll end up absorbing a good amount of it. And especially, that's the point, is you're not going to become any one of these people, but, like, it's the people you surround yourself with that... Take, take on. on their interests or totally um it's true so honestly apprenticeship apprenticeship is like such an interesting little thing too because it's kind of uh even beyond the technical i want to well, look at this skill and it's a very this skill. old concept mm-hmm. uh and one that is still perfectly relevant today which totally. I mean, is telling of the validity of this method of totally. learning totally well, it's um, interesting. Sorry, may I just? Yeah, of I was just gonna say that. So that's just my kind of thought on apprenticeship is that like even beyond the practical skills of like I want to be a welder, therefore I'm gonna go learn how to weld under somebody, right? Like the idea of try and spend your time with people you admire and people that you you know would like to embody that, like you know. Sure. Just, I I mean, I genuinely think that even if. I, I, I know that the modern day apprenticeship is only really a thing in a lot of hands-on trades. Yeah. But I just have to imagine that it would be a very viable and good way of learning a job. Yeah. Even, like, you could become a probably very effective lawyer by yeah. apprenticing. Totally. Which, well, if it, like, you know, after going to school is yeah. basically what you do. Totally. Uh become a probably a pretty good doctor, good teacher, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's what a lot of like even like law school or medical school are um trade schools, right? They're yeah. just graduate trade schools and like part of both of those, I believe, are basically that like residency yeah. is kind of just going and that's shadowing true. doctors, right? And no, it honestly makes sense. Even fuck, man, philosophers did it. What was Plato if not Socrates is a Socrates apprentice <laughs> it's kind of crazy um it is important to note that there is no guarantee anyone who knows real magic will teach uh <laughs> our the author of this article goes on to say that he himself <laughs> puts in brackets his title what that's a single again <laughs> merlin of manitou <laughs> uh-huh 
he ha- has refused many students, many more than he has accepted. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. note that if you are unable to apprentice, the best option is the Gray School of Wizardry, <laughs> which is a website. <laughs> with very affordable tuition for both underage wizards. Stop! And underage adults. wizards. <laughs> uh huh. Um, there are books you could buy off Amazon. Mm-hmm. But most significantly, mm-hmm. our Merlin of Manitou mentions that if you are ready, Merlin's Realm has created a complete starter wizard kit. Stop. That you can purchase. For how much? Uh, it does not. Oh, give us a price. I want to know. But it includes a blank spell book, <laughs> a wand, seven spells. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay extra for the eighth. <laughs> and some other gear to get you started on your path of wizard. Oh, dear. So, seems like a very monetary driven website we found ourselves but we do live in a capitalist Um, society after all this is how you become a real wizard you subscribe to this guy's channel and you buy his (laughs) buy his shit yeah (laughs) are you a wizard yes if you can use magic is that the only definition is that the only kind of criteria for being a wizard. Well. So, I'm not really sure how people envision magic working. But I suppose if if what our friend on the internet, Merlin of Manitou, <laughs> says is true, then everyone has magical power. And that right. being able to use magic like, is, is kind of the criteria to be a wizard. So that's fair. But... And other ideas of wizardry, not everyone can be a wizard. Right. So, is it then possible to fake magic? Or cheat magic? Well, again, I think I'm probably being too literal and perhaps a little too grounded with my thoughts on this. But here they are anyways, so you're welcome. Is that I know basically, say, before a lot of modern science was understood, uh, there would be, like, usually women in small communities that would have an understanding of basically medicine and would use, like, certain herbs and tinctures and whatever to help cure people. And they were thought of as witches because they were curing people. And it was obviously sorcery, basically, right? Or, you know, other other things, like any kind of natural cycle that could be predicted was all, like, witchcraft or whatever. And so I wonder if I've long thought that we use supernatural... I mean, I don't think anyone thought this, but... We, like, as humans, use the supernatural excuse for things we don't understand, right? Or that we haven't caught up with yet. So, you know, if we don't understand how, like, you know, planets and the solar system works, we're like, well, there's, you know, we explain it off in some type of way. 
we don't understand how seasons work or we don't understand how like medicine works or whatever we like to explain it makes sense right we like to have reasons for things before we know reasons for things well why even have this necessity for reasons why why mm. does everything need to be explained i think it's i don't think things the, do need to be explained well they don't but humanity desires them to be Totally. Which is why what ha what you're saying happens. Totally. Well, yeah, because I think it's, I think realistically as a, as a species, we're afraid of the dark, right? We don't like unknown, unknown variables. And so basically, I mean, why do we have whole schools of thought dedicated to, is there a meaning of life? Is there a God? Why are we here? What do we, like, you know, these are the questions that we've been asking ourselves since we could write and they're not going away the more knowledge you have I don't know like it's kind of interesting because science never answers philosophy you know what I mean like you're always going to have these speculative kind of unanswerable questions and I guess I feel like that's kind of what the reach to magic always seems like for me is like yeah, I don't know. There's so many things I don't understand. And like, I'll, you know, be the first to say that I don't understand them. And like, am I here to say that, you know, there's no such thing as karma or manifestation or, you know, putting energy into the world or like, I, I don't know. I just don't know how like, I'm just a small being. I don't know anything. And yeah, I guess, like, realistically, what we call magic now, what does that mean? Because we called magic something different when we were burning witches, you know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't know. I kind of have an opposite mm. understanding oh, of please. wizardry. I, I agree. I think a lot of... What, Let me fill you up your glass while you tell me. A lot of what people think of for supernatural shit is just uh, the effect of trying to explain away an unknown. Yep. That makes sense. But... When it comes to, again, I, I would love to know what the LARPing community has to say about this. But Wait, comes, well, literally <laughs> pause it and look it up. No, no. Yes. Um, when it comes to wizardry, like the kind of magic involved with that. <sighs> Sorry, I had to save some bubbles off the top of the glass. You're good, man. Um, when it comes to wizardry, I just think of a very different kind of magic. Mm. Than like witchcraft, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Witchcraft or ghosts or whatever other mumbo jumbo people come up with. <laughs> that feels God. always rooted in something has happened, so I have to give it a reason, and if I don't know the reason, it's this. Okay. Whereas wizardry is looking out into the possibilities of what what unknown shit is there out there it's kind of the opposite oh. endeavor rather than covering up for an unknown you're digging to find more hmm so, i don't disagree with you i just think they're not perhaps as opposite as they no, might appear not. i think you're, the question of i don't understand this and like i guess it's it's magic Existing for different reasons. Well, the 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 
kind of concept and creation of magic in the mind Mm -hmm. being either embracing the unknown or denying it. Okay. I guess, like, my only thought is that it's hard. You don't know what was used as an excuse for something that we now understand better until we're in the now we understand it better. Like, I think there was, you know, a couple hundred years ago, say, when they were burning witches, the whole, they were magically curing people with herbs, which we now understand as medicine, is something that now we can be like, oh, okay, that's what it was, and that's why it's, like, we, we have an explanation, so it is the, we're explaining reality, whereas there was other things, you know, the witches were doing that they were, like, turning into animals and communicating with demons or whatever else they were being accused of, which, like don't fit that oh that's we were explaining away this thing that we understand now right like I think that's more of a hindsight 2020 kind of moment of it's hard to know what that is in the moment I don't know I guess they they were a little more creative and imaginative as well I don't know I also I'm just not sure I I genuinely don't know like is witchcraft and wizardry just supposed to be the male and female versions? I know that's like the Harry Potter like school of witchcraft and wizardry. Is it just supposed to be the that? Is there anything actually different about witchcraft and wizardry? Man, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of words that effectively mean the same thing. Yeah. So you have witch, wizard, warlock. Uh, you have druid. Ooh, yeah. A lot of so that's that's very Gaelic and Germanic is mm. druid, mm-hmm. uh, which is the same shit. Um, shaman mm. is another word. I don't know what culture shaman typically comes from, but it's effectively the same thing again. Um, anyways, all this to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditional depictions of witches are female. Traditional depictions of wizards or mages or, I don't know. Shamans. Yeah. I mean, just traditional depictions of human beings are male. (laughs) So, (laughs) because witch stands out as a particularly female, I guess it it made that distinction easy. Unless they're nude. Then they get to be women. What, witches? No, depictions of humans. Oh, well, not back in the day. I guess it depends on what the day is, but... I, well, I guess. A lot of Renaissance and... Well, know. Renaissance, they were not particularly specific on who they were choosing to depict nude. That's fair. There's everybody, definitely always they're, been... They're just depicting everybody nude. There's always been lots of, just like, nude human uh, bodies in general, but... It was all just naked men. Yeah, people were more in touch with their homosexuality back then. Yeah, they didn't really want to see anyone else nude. It was all... No, that's actually not true. There yeah. was lots of depictions of female figures. Like, yeah, it actually is kind of a bit of a mis- a misnomer of women not being such a, a part of the ancient Greek world. It's definitely not really true. It was just the... Well, I mean, you can't. You just can't have a society where women are not a part of it. That's... No, no, of course. But, like, even, even still, like, honestly, there's no, a lot more... I don't know. I think ancient Greece definitely gets a bit of a brush of... It gets played up a lot. It does get played up a lot. And, like, I mean, it is just true that the idea of, like, sexuality hadn't really become a thing 
hopefully we're moving back that way. <laughs> we just not have it be a thing. But anyways, like, so the idea of, I mean, it was like sexuality wasn't a thing, but patriarchy was obviously a huge thing. So then that like co- compiled to just be like, well, if you can be with a man, why wouldn't you be with a man? <laughs> They're better. <laughs> They're more dominant, you know? All so it just kind of like, it compounded to mean that men got doubly represented because it was men and then men and men and then men looking at men and like, you know, it became this kind of thing. Um, but um, where was I going with this? Oh, I don't know. I just, it reminded me of the podcast I was listening to just uh, about art history. And there was like this, I think it was in the early 2000s, there was this like campaign by this uh, like feminist art movement called the Gorilla Girls. Rebellion. Like gorilla spelled yeah. uh, like the animal? No, like the, like the fighter? Yeah. Um, and they had this one very famous thing that was like, do women have to be naked to get into the Met? And it was like basically looking at how it's like 90% right. of nudes in the Met were of women, but it was like 5% of artists, like of the creators of the art were women. And so it was just this kind of, we're, nice. we're looking at women as objects, but we're not actually accepting women as the I creators see. of things, you know? I see. So it's kind of this like weird dichotomy of we're happy to appreciate women as naked things or not happy to appreciate women as humans, you know? But yeah, it was kind of interesting. And a lot of, after that was like a little embarrassingly pointed out in, you know, the 21st century. Um, There's been a lot of, uh, I think including the map, but there's been a lot of galleries and like of museums that have pushed to be like, okay, we need to include like, you know, at least 20 or at least 30% female art because it, it doesn't look good when we just have no female artists ever. To and be a lot of female muses. Yeah. Which is kind of to a be fair to really word. Art museums mm-hmm. and the like. When you're draw when you're specifically drawing from a historical archive, yeah. It is difficult to account for these things. Totally. Yeah. Sometimes. It can be. Yeah, no, I, that's not to say that 10% is acceptable. Yeah. Obviously, you should be able to meet a higher quota than 10%. Yeah. But are you, you're unlikely to hit 50-50. No, for sure. For sure. But I think also that's, like, another thing that's being brought up, like, whether it's kind of, I, I don't know. I should have. Well, yeah, that's, that. That, that's but, true. Like the Louvre. I don't expect the Louvre to have 50-50. No. But the MoMA might. <laughs> but it is also part of it is, like, when you're looking at those kind of historical structures, like, okay, you know, if basically white men are our standard of, like, if you, you don't have a lot of female representation in things, you don't have a lot of non-white representation in things, then it's, like, especially something like a museum, it's time to start, uh, like... Or it's time, not even that, but it's time to start, like, trying a little harder. Because it's not, like, black artists, it's not, like, female artists didn't exist. They just weren't as big, and they weren't as big, realistically, because of that structure. And it's, like, realistically, it's it's not that hard to find black art or female art or whatever. And, like, there definitely are names, like, Frida Kahlo and Mary Cassatt that, like... Well, the other part of the problem with, uh, especially when it comes down to paintings and the like, Mm -hmm. is... It takes a lot of care to maintain a work, especially some of the likes of which are in the Louvre, which are a few hundred years old. Mm -hmm. If it's not 
relatively quickly established that this work is worth keeping, mm-hmm. then they're it would like it just won't have made it. Right. It's very possible that many women painted things in early right. Renaissance Italy, but that just didn't make. No it. one really gave them fuck enough to take care of them. That's true. It's true. They definitely, like, I know, actually, in the Canadian curriculum, I don't know, I was reading something about this recently, there's been a push to basically enforce a certain amount of Black uh, writers and authors and creators. Well, and I believe it, because I, that's all I just got done Yeah, doing. I know, I've been I was working with that. Uh, a few high school students mm-hmm. in their English class, mm-hmm. uh, just as some extra help, school support. And they read two novels, both of which were just very much about the immigrant Black experience in North America. So it's super interesting. And, like, yeah, I was thinking that, too. And I, like, honestly, when you started reading your second book for the high school kids, and I was like, oh, right, that makes sense. I understand. They're actually reading, intentionally reading Black creators now. They're both Black authors, and they're both... That's the kind of the subject matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I think there's been, and whether it's novels or visual arts or whatever, there is kind of this idea of like, well, the big names in these are white men. And that's true, obviously. Right. And, but if we're like, well, they're the big names, so we have to feature them. And then you start this perpetual cycle of, well, they're, you know, it's like the well, they're rich, so they get these perks, and then they get these perks, so they remain rich, and then they're, you know, like, and you just get these. If you're gonna be have exposure, you're gonna have exposure, kind of things, and to kind of put a bit of a, a stop or like a try a little harder to force the well, hold on, let's actually take a minute and realize that like, no, there actually has been a lot of creation done by people that aren't like yeah. in this box and. Basically, as soon as you start, okay, yeah, it's it's not the forefronter, it's not the most well-known works, but the reason it's not the most well-known works, and it's never going to be the most well-known works, you know, you start this, you can kind of reverse that cycle a little bit and be like, wait, let's actually just start putting the spotlight on people that are, on women or of of people that aren't white, and then you start this like, oh, and then people, you know, take notice of the works and then they become well-known and then the well-known works become part of the pop culture and the pop culture, you know, and it just sure. becomes this no, like, true. positive spin. It is true. Um, we are so off topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't remember where, how we got on in this. Oh man. Um, I definitely started talking about my art history podcast for no mm-hmm. goddamn reason, but I actually have, I did look something up. So this is the last thing. Jump back to where my brain was 15 minutes ago. Where where were we? I googled definitions of witchcraft and wizardry to compare. Oh, why were they separate? Yes. Okay. So, good old Google d- d- dictionary <laughs> definition. Man, I swear, I, I always sound more drunk than I am on this podcast, and it's always because we record the podcast at like 11 p.m., and I'm just realistically getting more and more sleepy Tired. as the podcast goes on. Yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> Well, that's we choose to do it on a work night of yours, my love. But well, you don't have much of a choice. It's not we we choose that because realistically, those are our options. No, no, whatever. It's a choice. I mean, we can do it tomorrow during the day, mm-hmm. which would be wild. Not really. No, I guess it wouldn't be that wild. You are usually busy though. That's true. That's during that point. day, 
Okay, anywho. <laughs> the definition of wizardry is the art or practice of magic. Great. So that's like the first, you know, how there's like little multiple definitions on the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the next one is great skill in a particular area of activity. Oh, like he's a wizard at yeah. basketball. Yeah, so finance He's, he's wizard. a dunking wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball's on the mind. I like it. Yeah, I don't know why not. <laughs> and then the, the third one is very impressive or ingenious technology or devices. Oh. So, for example, this car is full of high-tech wizardry. Okay. Sure. Okay. And then we have the definition of witchcraft, which is... The practice of magic, especially black magic, the use of spells. So it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, although there's a highlight on negative connotation Mm -hmm. towards witchcraft, where wizardry is not. Yep. Interesting. The other ones are religious practice involving magic and affinity with nature, usually with a pagan tradition. That's... Typical of the, the the witchiness and witch terms are all very religious. Mm-hmm. That's not something that comes from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Whereas all the, like many of those other terms, druid and shaman and wizard don't necessarily come from religion. Right. They don't come from a centralized monotheistic religion. Right. <laughs> what we understand to be religion in 21st century <laughs> North America. One of the stupid big ones. Oh, yeah. And then finally, it's bewitching or fascinating attraction or charm. Oh, right. So, well, I guess bewitching has a different meaning than witchcraft. I feel like I I may have done a taboo thing today. Oh, what'd you do? Easter is coming up. Yeah. And uh, some little girl, I forget exactly how it was brought up, but... Uh, we're talking about the things that were going to happen on Easter. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that came to her was that Jesus was going to come back to oh. life. Yep. And I was like, okay, but what what are the other things that are going to happen? <laughs> She's like, well, then the Easter bunny is going to come. I was okay. like, yeah, there we go. Now that's the most important thing. <laughs> and she was like, no, it's Jesus. And I told her that that depended on who you asked. True. Man, it's going to be me as an adult so hard. <laughs> I just feel like I am going to be so unable to placate the other religious parents of like, all right, I'll just say nothing, but like, I'm really not going to be here to be like, that's right, honey, God does. No, no I don't know. It just that. kind of bothers me that a six-year-old thinks that. Yeah. 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 That a six-year-old has to go around. Telling people that Jesus is. That the more important thing is that Jesus is coming back to life that day. Well, it just makes you think, like, her parents are the people that are like, people forget what Christmas is really about. It's not about family. It's about Jesus. It's about buying Coca-Cola products. (laughs) No, honestly, though. You know? You know those religious people that are just like, every holiday, it's like, everyone forgets what this is about. like, okay. Fucking idiots. You don't even know what it's about. (laughs) Jesus is probably born in, like, January. No, I mean. There's no correlation between the birth of Jesus and the 25th of December. That is absolute fiction. Well, it's because they stole the fucking pagan holiday. Anyways, you don't need to hear our rants on religion. Oh, my lord. (laughs) Anyways. Never not. Uh, Easter. Easter is at least a little more 
founded in the Bible than right. Christmas is. Although, they also conveniently placed it nice and close to the spring equinox. <laughs> like, let's just take the... Oh, sure, there's convenience <laughs> there, but at least the dates are... <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. But yeah, definitely just the whole, oh, you call it the beginning of winter, we call it Christmas. You call it the beginning of spring, we call it Easter. <laughs> let's give you a holiday to replace your there's, pagan there's holiday. There's at least an event in the Bible tied to this time of year. Right. Which you know what? Was I think. Like, yeah. That that is. That one is at least somewhat consistent. Man, I don't give a shit about any holidays. Not gonna lie, I think Halloween is a holiday. True. <laughs> it's not really, but it's my favorite non-holiday because it's fun somebody, and I like. Called April Fools a holiday. Today. Really? Huh. I mean, it's I guess be a stretch, you but can make whatever you want. Holiday. You totally can. My favorite holiday mm. currently mm -hmm. in existence is Family Day. Family Day That's is so just wholesome. An, well, it's just an appropriate holiday. Because I mean, to be That's true. I, I totally agree with you. I think all those holidays are nonsense. But what yeah. I do appreciate about Easter and Christmas, yeah, and Thanksgiving, are that they serve as these excuses to sort of force you to be with your family for a night and try and get people together. Totally. Like, so, I mean, it's oh unfortunate God, that it takes this sort of stupid fanfare to bring that about. Yeah. But that's realistically the benefit of it. And having Family Day as... An actual thing. Of, you know, a non-bullshit fanfare way of... Being like, hey, get together with your family because that's a good thing to do. Totally. You know, it, spend time with the people you love. Love, yeah. Because that's important. Totally. Is, is a good holiday. <laughs> it's the only holiday that makes me goddamn sense, I'll tell you that right now. It's so true. No, that's yeah. so fair. Like, that honestly reminds me of, let me just name drop another podcast here. I don't care. I'm unfiltered. I've had two, I'm on my third <laughs> glass of champagne. You don't know what's going on. But I just remember Dax Shepard on my favorite podcast, Armchair Experts, going off about, what, let me drop a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me like that. This is reminiscent of the, the first episode where we <laughs> cut out like six okay. name drops. Honestly, though, podcasts. I gotta say I'm inspired by the podcast I listened to tonight, Art History Babes, oh because God. they name dropped like six podcasts and I was loving were? it. I, they were like, yeah, we listen to this. It's great. Check her out. Oh my God, we love this. And I was like, this makes sense to me. Why would you not talk about I what you're, what the content you're consuming? <laughs> you know, like, obviously, this is actually totally normal to talk about things that you're experiencing no, in your I guess, life. That's I guess really the not that weird. <laughs> problem with it the first time around is that the context was shaky at best. Right. And a lot of these things were referenced very loosely, where, whereas now you're making a very yeah, clear and obvious... Right attempt to introduce the podcast before introducing the story. Gotcha. Which is... I gave you my topic there. sentence. I you little... did. You, you wrote a structurally sound paragraph oh, response for your question. I mean, I try. Um, anyways, Mr. Dax Shepard um, was just talking about this on our podcast I listened to recently, and it was he was just basically saying that the whole nonsense around Christmas and the whole capitalism and Santa and whatever presents and all the bullshit just seems so almost counterintuitive to what is actually nice about Christmas or any holiday in general, which is exactly what you were talking about. And he basically said, like, 
his his daughters just reached a point where they were like, Dad, what about this? What about Santa? What about blah, blah? And he said he just reached a point of being like, you know what? Fuck it. No, none of that's anything. Yeah. The actual nice thing about Christmas is that your mom is off. I'm off. We all get to have dinner together. We get to spend time together. We get to enjoy each other. Like, there's actual nice things with this holiday. And why would you kind of, like, take away from it, ruin it, make it about some capitalist bullshit or religious bullshit Instead of actually appreciating appreciating things for what they are, you know, and appreciating things for the, like, yeah. you're like, no, the, the beauty of this is that we have a few days off together, and we're going to spend them sledding and making snowmen and drinking hot chocolate, and that's awesome. Like, that is great. You don't have to make anything yeah, I mean, else of it. When that's it's great. an international pandemic, it's also about having... Yep extended family members totally. make an effort to come and gather in one place so it's, nice there are great elements to holidays man i mean not this christmas but last christmas no. what that we spent with i mean we spent actual we spent christmas with your family everybody. but we spent we saw all four of our parents which realistically it was reaching out to all of our we're literally like in that movie for christmases because we have a couple with two divorced sets of parents so that you just have a million families to go visit um but no honestly just like the making a conscious effort to see every one of your kind of you know every branch of the family is like a really sweet and special thing to do and honestly guys the real moral of the story is that you don't need a holiday to tell you to do to tell you to do that and reaching out to people no. you love always a good idea it's always a nice thing to do that being said, the way our society is structured, you do it does help an awful lot to have some designated days off work, statutory holidays. Totally. That uh, allow for such gatherings to be accessible. So true. Honestly, yeah. Actually, what I was just thinking is that not last Christmas, but the not yeah last Christmas, but the which Christmas is why before. again, which is why family days. So lovely. So great in our province. Um, but just the Christmas that we actually spent, like, real Christmas Day um, with your whole extended family from your mom's side. A couple was, years ago, yeah. Yeah, it was so lovely and, like, so perfect of what what holidays are kind of great about. Which is well, like, I know. I, I mean, have dinner with the cousins and aunts and uncles. Like, that's the best I, part. I, I really <laughs> I love do that. love those holidays. I mean, I've always enjoyed the holidays i think i think it's yeah. fun to get to do that i Agreed. also think it's stupid as shit all the other stuff that is tied into it totally man i mean yeah i totally agree i when i say i don't give a shit about holidays i certainly don't mean i don't give a shit about seeing my family or no. the that sweet aspect of it honestly it's just the having basically to have some sort of silly religious excuse to do the thing that's nice is Bullshit to me, and I don't care. It's like, not I just don't care. A religious excuse anymore? None of none of these things are religious at well, this stage. Yeah. They're so capitalistic. Well, it's, one in the same, my love. One driven. in the same. Well, sure. Yeah. I've seen American gods. I know that what we really worship these. Days. <laughs> yes, I say seen because I haven't read it. Don't judge me. Okay. So we've we've gone and done it. <laughs> we've done we've done the thing <laughs> finally got around <laughs> doing the thing um i have here cowlarp.com oh dear cowlarp 
I, COW is, is just the unfortunate acronym for this thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, are we... Oh, do you want to explain what LARPing is? I was about to do that, <laughs> In case you yeah. are uninitiated. Mm-hmm. LARPing. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, LARPing is also an acronym. Uh-huh. Uh, L-A-R-P, standing for Live Action Role Play. So, it's not even a sex thing, guys. Don't even get excited. Somehow it's lamer. Could be a sex thing. I mean, I guess. Like, well, what does live action mean? Because, like, is any kind of role play, including, like, sex role play, is that LARPing? So, Tell me right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Sex, you're live. Sex, you're actually. Sex role play qualifies as, as, LARPing? as LARPing. It's definitely not what I think of when I think is LARP, of LARPing. No. Because, like, okay, you think of role play, you think of, like, you know, little fun, sexy scenarios. You think of LARPing, you think of, like, people in the woods dressed as, like, Victorian. So, like, I don't know. It's a mood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> effectively. Personally, I don't know. Anyways, we can, we can go nuts about the uh, specifics here. I, I do think any role play does qualify as LARPing. Right. Also, in what's Any, the... any like, actual in-person acting role play right. counts as LARPing. I was going to say, what's the live action part? Like, what does that It is to differentiate from? us mm-hmm. from, well, especially in our modern day, from video games, True. which are very much not live action. They're just role play of some. They are just a role play. You are True. literally playing the role of a different character who is living right. in a digital world. A god of war. Or, yeah, like for that. example, um, yeah. or from the uh, probably what is the source of this? Okay. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons. Oh right. Role playing games True. of the past and oh, the project. I mean, not that people not, stop not doing people that. Stop doing that, but right. Um, that is most likely what is spawned this. Is that not, this. though? Because you're, like, a live person sitting there doing it, but you're not, like, It's not character? the same. Be- you can be. Yeah, so what's the difference? The difference is, in Dungeons & Dragons, the concept is to imagine the scenarios and to uh, be your character and act as your character, but only in an imaginative space. The concept of LARPing is to do the exact same thing, only there is no imagine. Well, there is a but you are acting physically for all the actions of your character. Do you think it's a bit of a blurred line, though? Because I feel like definitely LARPing probably, like, again, what I envision as someone who's not that familiar... To be a hundred, like to be hundred well, percent fair to everyone. I've never been to a LARPing thing myself. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. exactly. So I feel like when I'm thinking about people LARPing is probably from a slanted point of view, and I don't, I don't actually know. I'm a part of the community. I don't want to speak on that. But like, certainly, I feel like while you're doing that, you're again buying into this kind of imaginary realm of like, totally. you know, you're you're this character, yeah. you're in this setting, but it's a different setting. So, and there's different characters and blah blah. Play D and D. I think yeah. the operating. Hey, difference. I played D and D. Don't fuck with so, me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> then you'll understand but, yeah. the operating difference <laughs> is that with where you. in one you have to speak the words "I open the door," in right. the other you just physically gotcha. open the door. Gotcha. But in both senses... In both, you're suspending your disbelief. You're suspending your disbelief. Also, I gotta say, I think... Using imagination, yes. Probably, you can have D&D where people are more 
live action-y in it. Like, I bet you can have D&D where people take on a lot more of their character or, like, you know, you could be, like, you could dress up as your character intentionally or you could, like, like, so I'm sure I, that's Again, I, I do think the operating difference is just, The like, physicality, kind is of? Is just the physicality of it. How much does the physical space matter in your role play? Right. And when it does matter, when the when the physical components matter, right, then that's when it becomes marketing. Interesting. So I, I I agree with you. I think you can have Dungeons and Dragons experiences where people dress up, where people right. use accents, they use voices, totally. whatever the hell it is. They play completely in character. Yep. But as soon as they start saying things like, I do this, I do it's that. It's like you're in a play and they're being the narrator kind of vibe. Or doing the stage instructions. Yes. Yeah. When you're like at a table read yeah. as opposed to like, and then he closed the book and walked up totally. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. You got me there, babe. That's, that's a good definition. I think that's the difference between interesting role play and LARPing. Gotcha. Anyways, so okay, sorry, my pervy thought on this. <laughs> you're welcome. Is just that this makes me think that. Therefore, any kind of like sexy role play has it's therefore LARPing. very much has to be LARPing, right? Yeah, no, I like, totally agree. Which I guess, I guess, like realistically, the difference being that you would off. I mean, in what world is that not LARPing? Like, no, that's totally. exactly what LARPing and, like, embodies. It's funny because I guess, like, when I think of LARPing, the like stereotype or, or vision or whatever, like culmination of all of the things that I think of is much more like, you know, this fantasy, like, well, again, obviously fantasy is kind of the whole point, but like this very like mythical and like blah, blah world. Whereas like you could have like a really, again, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like you're well, like boring real life kind of in quotes, like say, you're, you know, you have like a sex fantasy that you're role playing. Like it doesn't have to be this like crazy mythical like blah blah world, but it is still in an effect in effect LARPing, not, even not if you're not all... like as a Viking in the woods. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I do. <laughs> I mean, and that that speaks. There are different levels of your fantasy. Your fantasy could just involve old timey, totally Earth. It could involve fantastical dragons. Who knows? Anyways, all this to say that we have stumbled upon. <laughs> Yeah. Cowlarp. Cowlarp. Yes. Which stands for the College of Wizardry for LARPing. Oh, gotcha. There it is. It is a four-day role-playing experience at a 14th century castle mm. where you can embrace your dreams of being a student at a school of magic. Because it sounds kind of fun. I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> so I actually really appreciate this website to be totally honest with you because it's very clear on what is happening. What you're getting. Yeah. What you're buying. It's it's not trying to sell you something that is under the and, guise of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's very it's being very clear, but it's also playing up the fact that it, it's, you know, you're gonna come have fun doing Baby, this thing. Does it make you think of like an escape room kind of? Because it kind of makes me think of like an escape room. It's like you're buying into this experience that's gonna be a oh. fantasy for you for this like X amount of time. Sure. You're gonna experience this like situation. Also, I've never been to an escape room, and I really want to go to okay. one. So, like, someone take me to an escape room. I have room. been to an escape room. Functionally, it doesn't. Work. When did you go to an escape room? It was a work thing. What? Oh wait, maybe was... you told me about this. Now I'm kind of remembering it. Okay. Anyways. 
Wait, doing what though? Which work thing? At Whole Foods. I'll do that. Whole Foods. As a fish person. They took you over to an escape so room? That's the, They didn't. It was a work thing in the sense that... Just like that, with your coworkers? Yes. Okay, that makes more sense. Was um, it fun? Wait, tell me a little... Tell us about it. It is fun. It is very fun, actually. But functionally, it is... I mean... I guess there are sort of elements of setting this setting a scene but it's pretty loose in the sense that you don't really I, there's there's no reason to buy into it there's no fun i mean I, I guess there's not no fun in buying into it but there's no fun that's not what you're there for okay the experience is having to work together right to solve puzzles nice which is fun. I I loved that. Yeah. Being able to solve puzzles in a in a room is just fun. The, I have the a fact question. that they give the puzzles a, a bit of a scenario right. is not that relevant. Incidental more gotcha. than anything else. Um was it like okay, I have a lot of questions. Sorry, our podcast <laughs> is gonna hear because I first of all, how many people did you go to this escape room with? Four of us. In Four total, in total? I okay. Think. Maybe five? I don't okay. remember. Next, were they people you were, like, friends with already? Like, had you been working there a long time and become friends with them? Or were they kind of strangers-ish to you? Like, what was Somewhere the... between the two. Okay. Elaborate. I hadn't been working there that long, but I was friendly with all these people. And we okay. hadn't been for drinks before. True. True, true. That makes sense. Basically. My third question is, do you feel like you bonded as co-workers? Like, do you feel like you got a... Yeah, a little bit. It's funny. um, This came up at my current job is how can we have a a team building job thing now that COVID is on? And apparently you can do online escape rooms. Oh, that's I can't imagine it's quite as much fun, but... No. But that does seem interesting. Hmm. Um, Whose idea was it? Oh my god, I don't remember. True. Fair it wasn't questions. mine. Yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> it was. I don't know. My last question is: Did you have any lasting friendships with any of these people that you worked oh. with? Are you in touch with any of them? No. Were you like? Did you have any good momentary friendships? Were you like friends with any one person in particular, or like not so much? You were just friendly with everybody. That kind of vibe. You didn't have, like, a work best friend for a few months? <laughs> I love that. I love having... This is weird, but I just love having, like, really kind of intimate bonds with people for, like, really short... You know when you're just like, I'm going to be here for two months. Let's become best friends and I'm never going to see you again. Why is that fun for me? I don't know. <laughs> That's probably something I need to look into. But the very, like, you know it's not going to be a long vibe. So you're like, fuck it. <laughs> I have to leave. It's true. <laughs> like, let's get close. Um, then I'll never talk to you. So anyways, you can go to this 14th century castle to mm-hmm. become a student, witch, or a wizard, mm-hmm. and attend classes, spend three nights living at beautiful, uh, oh, the, so the castle's in Poland. Oh, let's go! Um, the witches, their witches offer a magical free psychic reading. <gasps> cool. Oh, a course on psychic reading. Sorry. Oh, um, even cooler. You get to explore the castle, which sounds like the best part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the magical creatures. Okay, that sounds like the best part. Never mind. Okay. Uh, you get to join one of the five ancient houses of the college. Naturally. Sounds like fun. And compete for the house cup. 
Well, cool. where'd they get that from? I, I can't <laughs> possibly imagine. It's very unique. Yeah, never heard of that before. And, well, it's not, I can't imagine J.K. Rowling is the first person to come up with this sort of an idea. Okay, well, like, literally having, like, houses or having groups within a school is, like, an actual thing that happens in real life well, yeah. pre-Harry Potter. That's not... That's true. She wasn't claiming to come up with that. That was just a thing that already existed in fucking boarding school. Like... Um, meet new people for friendships, and then have it a once-in-a-lifetime adventure. Can we go to this? This sounds fucking um, fun. I want to go to Poland. Do you want to go to Poland? Oh, I see. I understand what this means. Um, the cost of this experience is 620 euros. Uh, a person? Babe, we can't go to this. It's expensive. Which would <laughs> be, what, like, this. a grand each? A grand a person? That ain't it. It's a lot. For like a weekend away, that's a lot. For a three night stay, that's a lot. Yeah, it's excessive. It's also absolutely not happening anytime soon. No, Poland's not a place right now. But, um, I don't know. I think I mean, it's expensive, but it's... I really would not blame or ridicule anyone for doing this sort of thing. Look at it, it sounds so it fun. It seems cool. Okay. I would blame and ridicule anyone who bought Merlin of <laughs> Bantu's wizard kit. Okay, I would not because I'm a nice person. I would never ridicule anyone for anything, but like, well, it's not true. If somebody buys Merlin of Manitou's wizarding starter kit, then they need to experience the feelings that they should feel in order to not make that kind of mistake again. What are those feelings? You stupid bitch, stop buying <laughs> dumb shit on the internet. Well. Well then, fair enough. Um, whereas this, I mean, I don't know, this, <laughs> this seems cool. Like, certainly the kind of thing that if I had copious amounts of money to spend on kind of useless shit, I would spend money on that. Like, sure. low-key, like, this, and that's not even to be this, offensive about that thing. Like, no, 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 that, no, In a way that I'm expensive. like, that's cool, I but would definitely spend money on it if I had said, a bunch of money. And while it, yeah, it is, I was, you know, like, it's an indulgent cost and you do have to have the money for it, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. It also seems like the kind of thing that a person can indulge in while still being not a millionaire. Oh my god, totally. You know, totally, you, totally. You can totally. make you can really make this sort of indulgence and probably like they say, have a bit of a once in a lifetime experience and come totally. away with, with a great time. Hundred percent. Uh while still being like a bit of a normal person. Oh my god, yeah. If you were like this is what I'm going to do on my vacation. I want to have a week away. I'm going to spend three days or four days or whatever in Poland doing this thing. And I'm going to spend, you know, two grand in total to, yeah. on my vacation. Fair enough. Like, That's I'm not, not here crazy. to shame anyone for that at, by, at all. Like, absolutely not. Um, that being said, it's definitely not the kind of thing that personally I'd be no, like. No, no, sure. This is what I want to spend my only vacation yeah, yeah. money on doing it, yeah, it means like cost of flights and then thing. this like yeah realistically if i'm like trying staying, to go to europe five days for, in a hostel or whatever i'm like or i could spend you know two weeks in a cheap hostel doing like fun stuff trekking around europe some, instead of spending all my money on this one a, trip a nice dinner here and there yeah totally sure. but no i agree but but it does sound fun and i would do it like i would totally do it if i was not a bougie bitch for sure i i do think this is cool
There's a lot of fun. So, okay, also, in the realm of fun shit I would spend my money on if I was a bougie bitch. Okay, remember we did our podcast on fucking, uh, oh, on, what was it? The Newlyweds one? Yeah. And you, like, this was like two. shamed me for not having any good answers for what I would do with my with my uh winning the lottery because i just mm. obviously don't have because i said like i would spend my money on sneakers and you're like that's not a good answer you would spend like a thousand dollars on sneakers yeah. and you'd be done <laughs> but basically i didn't have bougie enough dreams for you you True. wanted you wanted me to have more luxurious dreams but anywho is that it, one? Is that- uh yeah. i mean no again it's something that would cost me a few hundred dollars probably but <laughs> another thing i would do with my frivolous amounts of money the realistic answer is that I would spend more money than I would now just throughout my life on small things. I would not do anything big and crazy. And buy a villa. <laughs> well, yeah. But buy a nice I, yeah, I discovered today that you can go bungee jumping. Hold up. This has never really appealed to me before. No, no, you don't want to be a part of this. This is for me, not for you. I've never been drawn. I've never been attracted to bungee jumping always much more so to skydiving and I've never done either and I really I'm gonna go skydiving in this lifetime I swear please Dionysus help me but I want to go skydiving so badly I really want to bungee jumping meh although I found out today that you can go bungee jumping off the Eiffel Tower nope that's not what I meant to say cut this out you can go bungee jumping off the Empire State Building. That's different. Isn't that cool? No. <laughs> no, it's Babe, not. Babe, in the middle of New York City. That's so cool. No. Okay. Um, on that note, we are now going to give our de- definitive <laughs> set of steps okay. for becoming a wizard. Because yeah. that was that was the point of this episode, so I'll be damned if we don't do it. <laughs> okay, can I go first? Because I'm not letting you steal my what's, answers. What's like... the first step? Oh, are you going to give your whole set of steps oh. to becoming a wizard, and then I'm, I'm going to give mine? I that think makes so. Sense. Okay, let's do that. Okay, but now I'm oh, now I'm scared. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> step one: be born. Yeah. Step two, get a wizard name. Hopefully it's as beautiful as Bertha. Thickness. Thickness. Bertha thickness. What can I say? <laughs> Step three, don't have sex till you're 30. It's fine. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Step four, buy yourself a cloak and a staff. Step five, give all your worldly possessions to Merlin, bro, of this one internet website. Merlin of Manitou. And he'll show you the way into achieving your wizarding dreams. That's it. That's Those are all my steps. What are your steps, baby? To becoming a wizard? Yeah. Step one is to be born. That's a good one. Step two is to receive a name. Mm-hmm. Step three is to grow up. Mm-hmm. Step four is to eat your vegetables. Uh. Step five 
is to ask yourself, what does it mean to be a wizard? <laughs> Step six is to understand that not knowing something is a good thing. And then step seven is to find all the things that you don't know. And then step eight is do spells and shit. <laughs> step nine, find yourself a pet dragon. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Name him Chonk. 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 Chonk the dragon. Chonk the dragon. Step ten. The magic no! Never yell at it! False information is found in How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon? Whisper sweet nothings into his ear. You'll never know. On that note. Okay. We're fucking done. We're done. I'm done. We're done! <laughs> I'm so done! I'm drunker. I feel good about that word, don't judge me. That I have any right to be. Oh my, this, this has a been a long This time. is a long one. Okay, um, I, I love, love you. you. We, we love, love you. you. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> you just call this quick.